Remember when you had to go over to a friend's house in order to play video games with them? What about shipping physical artwork via FedEx? Today's pod is all about technology and practices that have gone the way of the dodo bird. They are extinct. We don't do that anymore. In most cases, good riddance. In others, there might be some missed value there. Also discussed are pagers, typewriters, cashing checks at the bank, renting movies from a video store on a Friday night, comic shops and music stores as places to meet up with other obsessed fans, and movies with a runtime of under two hours. Yes, all these things and more used to be a thing. So I think this used to be a thing, and this is this is really the thing that made me think about us having a conversation about this used to be a thing. This was that thing. Okay. Because I thought about it. There used to be a time where people made physical artwork, right? Yeah. They applied you know wet media to a surface, and the media dried, and then that, over time that was a painting or whatever. And they used to make physical artwork. Mm-hmm. And in order for the publisher to publish the physical artwork, <laughs> they, asked, they used to have to call a company called FedEx, which is still around, of course. Right. But it's just joined forces with Kinko. So now it's two, two is one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so FedEx would come to your house, mm-hmm. box up your physical artwork, and then take it to the publisher so that the publisher could take a picture <laughs> of it and, or scan it. And then print it and that's the way we used to do things and so the process used to take probably weeks longer than it needed to Mm -hmm. for that very reason Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was crazy man transportation i remember remember several artists that we were familiar with and we're friends with you know um that were always you know pushed to extra deadlines or held to a deadline because they had to get it out by that day at five o'clock a day of four o'clock before the FedEx closed, before they before they actually physically take that artwork, put it in a box, yeah, run it through whatever scan they run it through, weigh it, put it on either either a truck or a plane to go to different 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 state to be delivered to the publisher. Yeah, yeah, I I remember I remember Don talking about you know waiting on the FedEx person and he's he's like inking while the FedEx guy is like standing in the doorway. He's trying to <laughs> just let me put this last little little touch on it or whatever you know. Yeah, yeah, and. And and I remember the Gaijin guys talking about you know FedEx coming by to you know coming by the studio to pick up artwork and definitely you know definitely. you know they would all be you know working furiously to try to try to get get done before that person showed up. Yeah. Okay, Eunice Travel Plans. I need to be in New York on Monday, LA on Tuesday, New York on Wednesday, LA on Thursday, New York on Friday. Got it. Got it. Got it. So you want to work here? What really makes you think you deserve a job here? Well, sir, I think on my feet I'm going to figures and have a sharp mind. Excellent. Can you start on Monday? Yes, sir. Absolutely, without hesitation. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And in conclusion, Jim, Bill, Bob, call Fred, Low, Dork, Eight of and Ted. Business is business, and as we all know, in order to get something done, you got to do something. In order to do something, we got to get to work. So let's get to work. Thank you for taking me. PD did a bang up job. I'm putting you in charge of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. I know it's perfect, Peter. That's why I picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's perfect. Peter, may I call you Pete? Call me Pete. Pete. There's a Mr. Schnittler here to see you. Time to wait 15 seconds. Can you wait 15 seconds? I'll wait 15 seconds. Congratulations on your deal in Denver, Dave. I'm putting you down to deal with Dallas. Don, is it a deal? Do we have a deal? It's a deal. I got to go. I got a call coming in. Hi, Doc. Just dealt with Don. In this fast-moving, high-pressure, get-it-done-yesterday world. 
Aren't you glad there's one company that can keep up with it all? You got a deal, good. I'm putting you down to deal with Dick. Dick, what's the deal with the deal? Are we dealing? We're dealing. Dave, it's a deal with Don, Dork, and Dick. Dork, it's a deal with Dave, Dick, and Dave. Don, it's a Dork with Dick, Dave, and Dave. Gotta go, Dave. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dick. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dan. Disconnecting. Federal Express. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. So that's that's crazy. But then the I guess the part B to that is we used to like make painting used to be considered again wet media on a on a on a on a dry surface on a on on some kind of a surface yeah yeah if you said you were painting that's what it whether it was with a uh, uh, a Winsor Newton brush mm-hmm. or whether it was with a, a roller mm-hmm. that was painting yeah i remember I, I a book cover i did for a guy a long time ago man i never got the original back <laughs> I took scans. Well, I think of I remember it. you telling me. I think you remember you telling me. Yeah, that. I took scans of it. You know, fortunately, I have the, I have the scans, but they weren't as good as what scans could be now. And mm-hmm. he, he he kept the painting, yo. Uh, it's like okay, well, that's fine. I mean, you paid for it, but but damn, you know, <laughs> it's something called something called an aftermarket, bro. You know, say I, I like to have a piece of that if I could. <laughs> right, right. And technically, <laughs> he just paid for the image. He didn't pay for the physical painting. The physical painting still belongs to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so. so. That used to be a thing, a thing no more. Thank, thank, thank God. <laughs> yeah, and and so now if someone says I painted a painting, that means they just you know they might have had a tablet and they just had their, you know their stylus or their wand or whatever, and they got a, you know a new set of brushes and they just started, you know moving uh uh you know pixels around mm-hmm. or, you know ones and zeros or whatever and mm-hmm. and voila and 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 it used to be a here's a, here's another thing I just thought about <laughs> okay. It used to be a thing to have a discussion about whether somebody was painting with, you know, with with natural media, with wet media, or if they were painting digitally. Like digital versus analog was was a conversation that we used to have. And now when I think back, I'm like, that was a silly waste of time. Right. How was that a thing to do? Right. Well, I mean, it was it was about it was about opinion makers, right? It was about opinions. It's about people thinking that one thing is better than the other, implying, of course, if it's digital, it's less work. And now we know work is work, whether it's whether it's done mm-hmm. by whether it's done by um, tempered by or started by AI or or for the end result maybe it is AI or if it's a thing where you actually physically put in the time to to move each pixel or move each each uh, liquid drop around to make a make a final composition or image. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny, man. People people are often tempered by. Um, their own personal prejudices, of course, and of course, they're 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 constant what they think things are. It's like that. This used to be a thing. People used to say that, oh, you could just Photoshop it. Yeah, you could just Photoshop it. <laughs> right, if, right, right, right. As if it's a verb, this action. It's like no, that's not how you know. It's just, that's not an action. That's a thing that you, a, a process you put it through to make things better or to mm-hmm. start a process, start a project. It's like no, no, that's not. It's not a verb. You know, it's not so you can just. You can just plug it in and make make magic. It's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, and that well, that really was the. Uh, but you know, now with with filters and with everything else, mm-hmm. you kind of are kind of getting to a point where, you know, like oh, you know, like there used to be a time where, I guess this used to be a thing, where if you were cute, you were cute. If you were not, you weren't. If you were odd looking or strange or just kind of different if mm-hmm. you were peculiar mm-hmm. if you were if you were any of these things that's just how you were right now you know you can put filters on it smooths your skin out mm-hmm. and changes your eye color and does all this stuff and it's like okay so now i don't have to look like me right you know now i can look like you know kind of whatever i want to look exactly. like. exactly you know exactly 
and and you know you think it's it's not gotten that far but you know there was a time and this used to be a thing too there was a time where 20 years ago mm-hmm. you and I would have laughed at somebody if they said oh there's you know in the near future computers are going to be able to recognize your voice and recognize your face mm-hmm. that was science fiction that was something that we saw in minority report mm-hmm. or uh, or in you know in read in some science fiction novel or something that we saw in 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 some uh, in some television show or some feature film, mm-hmm. but now that's reality. A computer can recognize your voice, mm-hmm. it can recognize your face, mm-hmm. and now it can mimic your voice mm-hmm. and mimic your face. It's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the, the technology has gone so far, man, to where it's it's a the thing is, if it had any kind of malevolent intent, it could very well like replace us, and to yeah. some degree, at least as far as as far as digital broadcast goes. Yeah, physical implementation is another thing. I mean, there's there's a um, there's question there's questionable sex robots that are out there now that people are using, and and are developed in Japan or China, wherever they're developed, and they're they're trying to use them as as uh, workers, so so to speak, and and <laughs> I, I can't I can't imagine. That a physical sensation for a person that has had a physical sensation with other people would be would be, you know, excited by this kind of thing. As people that had no idea what that thing is, you know, that would be able to accept this as a as an adequate substitute for a human being. But um, I digress. But no, man. I mean, you're right. I mean, we are now at the cusp of of, of AI development to where they can implement and and do things they never could do before. Yeah. Think, things where our, our farthest imaginings are now becoming reality to some degree. Right. Yeah, science fiction becomes science fact, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Uh yeah. literally literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Um I also was thinking too, man, about like, you know, as it relates to, you know, because there are technologies and there are uh practices that mm-hmm. we used to engage in that we don't any longer. Mm-hmm. You know, that used to be a thing. It used to be a thing. Like if you like if I told Skylar if Adrian told his daughters, mm-hmm. there was a time in our planet's history <laughs> where in order to deliver messages, at one point, we would tie the message to the leg of a bird and send that bird <laughs> to somebody's house. Yeah, carry a And then they take the message right. off the bird's leg and read it. Right, right. And then they would write something on there and then they would pin it to the bird's leg and then send the bird back to me so that I could read it. And that was what, that was essentially texting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was texting yeah. in, you know, whatever time period it was. Yeah. Or if we tried to tell them there was a time when in order to deliver a message, you'd have to write it on a scroll, put it in a thing and put it on a side pouch and somebody would jump on a horse and and ride that shit across. Yeah, yeah. You know? The British are coming. The British are coming. Yeah, whatever. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wait, what? Like it sounds foreign. Like it does. that could not have been a real thing. No, that was a thing. That was a thing. That was a thing that people did. But and and not too far from that in the eighties, man, we're doing with like the the pagers, yo. Pagers was a thing. Pagers was a, was a, was a thing. <laughs> Page me nine one one. I'm on the way, dog. Right, right. I'm coming. I'm coming to wreck shop, yo. Right. Real right. gangsters don't play. We slay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Q Tiff from Tribe Called Quest says, "Do you know the importance of a sky page?" 
Pager. <laughs> Do you know the importance of a sky pager? I remember reading an article because like when you think about it, like, uh, you know, pagers and fax machines mm-hmm. and typewriters. <laughs> I remember reading in an article, <laughs> typewriters, yo. Oh, I messed up. Where's the whiteout? Right. <laughs> and then they don't have an electric one. Electric ones are, electric ones are, are violent. Electric ones, electric ones were like... They had a life of their own, and they, they sounded like um, uh, what was that? Um, Mac two hundred nine from uh, Ed two hundred nine from 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 uh, from uh, RoboCop. Yeah, armed. <laughs> you have thirty seconds yeah. to drop your weapon. <laughs> yeah, but like, I remember reading this article. This was I don't know, maybe fifteen twenty years. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, about by Frank, it was an article or as an interview with Frank Darabont. Mm, okay, and he was talking about how he said, you know, and he's you know he's older than we are, mm-hmm. but he was saying, you know, like he said when the word processor and then the computer eventually came along, he said he was grateful. Mm-hmm. He said he was absolutely in love with it. He embraced it fully right away. Mm-hmm. He said he hated working on a typewriter, you know, way 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 back in the day because. It was so archaic and it was, you know, like so limiting. But you have to think that there were people who were like suspicious of the computer and sure. suspicious of the, you know, the word processor and, you know, whatever. And it's, you know, it's taking something away from the writing when you don't have to commit to the word. You know, how people make these same arguments today where you have, you know, if you work in physical media, you know, you're committing. And mm-hmm. who said that that was good? Right, right, <laughs> right. And and he was talking about like even like with VH, VHS and all of that and saying that recording digitally, you know, he was he was happy to see it because, you know, VHS was so shitty, you know, vinyl and cassettes, which were a thing, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, they were <laughs> great in a way because like for fi- like vinyl versus CD. And I think you even made this uh, this this uh, point mm-hmm. back when digital photography was on the front end, on mm-hmm. the kind of the leading end. Mm-hmm. But. You know, vinyl has more bandwidth. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more frequency range than there is on CD. CD, it's it's more compressed. Okay. So your highs are not quite as high. Your lows are not quite as resounding and low. And so you do lose something, but it's clearer, it's cleaner. Mm. And it literally could play the same a thousand times versus a record or a cassette mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like a VHS tape where every time it runs over the heads of the of the player... It's degrading every single time. Damn. Every single time it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Damn. So uh, anyway, but yeah, just like even that, he he was just saying he he, he fully embraced all of that stuff and mm-hmm. saw the good in it right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Uh, I, I think um, to, that, to, your, to that point, um, just piggyback, piggyback, off, piggyback off of that, there's a, there's a point where um, I think his name is uh, the guy who wrote uh, World According to Garp. Um, Jonathan Irving, Frank, I think it's John Irving. That sounds right. Okay, um, he was saying that um, he still prefers to 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 do the old fashioned way of write, just write things down first and on, on a piece of paper first. The first pass is always like always written out, you know, uh, like mm. pen, pen and ink, and then he'll go and he'll he'll go back and he'll put things together, edit it, and and digitally. 
But all his first pass is always pen and ink. He writes these tomes, man. He writes like you know, three thousand page books and things like that. He's he's not he's not a low he's not a low end writer. He writes like novels and escapades of people's lives and things like that. But you know, that used to be a thing. There's a point. All he could do was you know start with the, the written word using a pencil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, kids, back in the day, there were these, these things called pencils, preferably number two. You know, right? <laughs> they had a soft lead or a hard lead. And, uh, you know, artists in particular, they love the soft lead. You know, they didn't, they didn't want the hard lead because hard lead would break in, would, would cut into the, the, the Bristol board. And, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, was necessary for them to draw on and stuff like that. Leave indentations where, and if they had to have an inker to go behind them, it would be it'd be an issue for the inker that wouldn't get caught in that groove and cause all kinds of messes as far as drawing and stuff goes. So, anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Another thing that used to be a thing is... And I this I do miss this, yo. And I do see think that there is some value to this in terms of succinct storytelling. Okay. Movies that had a runtime of under two hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I say this after having sat through two hours and forty seven minutes of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Right. You know, or you know, three hours of whatever movie. Every movie now is over two hours. Every single movie now. Right. right. You, you know, you have silly, ridiculous, absurdist comedies that can't seem to get it under two hours. Really? Right, right. right. Really? Right, <laughs> right. And, and I think back to, the, you know, the movies that, that we all grew up on, which were lean and mean. You know, you're above the laws and you're, uh, you're time cops and, and mm. things of that nature, which I'm pretty sure all of those. Yeah, Star Wars even. Even, even New Hope was 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 Star Wars and New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, un- under two hours. Yeah. You know, let's let's keep it lean and mean. Let's mm-hmm. hit all our points. Mm-hmm. Let's not leave any fat on the bone. Let's just let's just let's just let's cut it down to what is most essential. Let's take the Alex Toth approach. Mm-hmm. Let's let's take cut it down to what is most essential. Nice, nice. And let's get in and get out of there. And it's just like now every movie I see, I'm always like, this is 20 minutes too long. This is this is 15 minutes too long. We could have cut all this. We didn't need any of this stuff here. Like, um, right. An example would be. Uh, uh, the very first Suicide Squad movie, um, with Jared Leto as the Joker, and um, and Will Smith as uh, as Floyd as uh, Deadshot. Deadshot. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how much screen time there was between Harley Quinn and the Joker in that movie. Let's say it was less than ten minutes. Right. None of that affected the story. Mm-mm. Like if you go back and watch that movie, none of none of what was going on with him and her affected the story at all. Right. It didn't push the story forward. Right. It it wasn't it didn't add anything to it at all. You could have totally taken a knife and just cut it cut it completely out of the uh out of the film. Yeah. And the film would have would have would have remained intact in terms of story beats and story progress. And that's just another example of but we want to have the Joker in here because Heath Ledger's not here and we want to have a different Joker, so then we have, you know, Jared Leto as this you know, this kind of other kind of joke or whatever, which, and it, of course it didn't work, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they, the thing is like, they're, they were leading into, they were leading into um, the complexity or the idea of what other IPs could be coming forth. So they, they, they like, mm-hmm. they're kind of, kind of, kind of tempt your tummy with the taste of nuts and honey, you know, by, okay. <laughs> you know, by, by saying, okay, this is what Joker could be for the next series of, of films that are coming through. So you want to get you guys primed for that. It's not just this film. It's the films that come after the idea of building a universe that everybody's into, right? Right, and, and that used to be a thing. That used to be a thing. It used to be a thing where 
There were one shot movies that were just there to make that one movie and make that point. That, that, <laughs> yep, yep. I was just thinking the same thing. That used to be a thing where someone would write an original script with original characters that you'd never heard of or seen before, and never you never heard of John McClane, although that was based on a on a novel. Right. But by the time it made it to the to the big screen, no one knew. No one had read that book. I, you know, that was an old book, and they made you know major changes when they uh, adapted it for the uh, for the film. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's, people would make one and done, and mm-hmm. if they did a sequel, it was because they were surprised that the movie did well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not because they were planning on it to do well. Right. Uh, now we're at a point where everybody's trying to franchise and sequelize everything from mm-hmm. the beginning. Mm-hmm. And everybody is trying to make every movie has to make not every movie, but you know, certainly your big blockbusters. All your blockbusters have to make a hundred million dollars or more. Mm. Otherwise they're not seen as successful. And here's the here's part of the reason why that's that's that way. This used to be a thing. Okay. <laughs> the box office was king and queen, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, if you did well on the box office first weekend, second weekend, whatever. You did well at the box office. That told you whether or not you had a hit. Mm. Then eventually, when D- VHS and Blu-rays came along, <laughs> right, DVDs and Blu-rays, right. that was a huge aftermarket that they could make money off of films, right? Mm-hmm. So you could make a $25 million film. It could make $50 million in the theater, which is re- which is respectable. Right. But it could make another fifty. In terms of DVD sales and uh, you know licensing to cable networks and all of that, and then you really make a windfall off of this film, you know on the on the back end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now that everything has gone to streaming, basically the studios say their their money has been cut in half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why they only want to invest in movies where they're going to make that big knot. Interesting, because because there's such limited income based on the streamers. Wow. You know, and, and them not having that DVD money and that Blu-ray money and, and all of that and VHS money after the fact. I mean, think about it. Like the the Chappelle show DVD, that thing sold like millions of copies, mm-hmm. like millions and millions of copies. Mm-hmm. It was super, super successful. Right. You know. And they didn't break them off any until until, until later on. Until they? later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. did, but they right. didn't do it until later. But right. yeah. Right. But yeah, you're right, man. It used to be a thing where people would just like one and done. It's like, oh, I made my movie. I'm ready to kind of kind of move on but yeah. not anymore it's crazy man um, it's crazy yeah man and and, and on, on the on the movie tip i mean this used to be a thing it was uh it was it was a, a go-to for every friday saturday night or every weekend that Yo, you I know where you're going you know and it was <laughs> it was it was a um a golden blue emblematic situation that you could really you know were just locked into it was called blockbusters and it was necessary to, to for your entertainment man as much as like you would enjoy going to movie theater. I think at some point it supplanted the movie theaters. Like it kind of, it kind of, you know, because they wouldn't, they wouldn't, no, not necessarily because they, they wouldn't publish like the movies alongside they do like now. There's like, but still, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, for rewatchability, if your movie was no longer being played inside the Metroplex, you would have to go to to a blockbuster to pick it up. Right. And you would you would sit there, and I think they would, when they charge you if you didn't rewind the tape, like if you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yo, they charge you like two fifty or something if yeah. you didn't rewind it, yo. Yeah, if you if you weren't courteous enough to rewind the tape, which I, I actually I I I had the a, I think I watched some movie where I did catch the end because somebody didn't rewind the tape, yo. 
It's like, damn, so it's kind of spoilerific for him, man. It's like, <laughs> oh, they ruined it for you. They, yo, ruined, they ruined it for you, man. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know. So that was da, the da, thing. Da, da, I am the killer. Right? Oh, no, damn, you know. <laughs> you messed it up. <laughs> you know. Fortunately, it wasn't one of those things I was really interested in seeing in the first place. It's probably the thing I was like renting to watch with, you know, a, a friend or something along those lines. Or so I didn't mm. really. Get, it, it was a spoiler. It was like, okay, just forget about. It. We we didn't see that. Let's go back to the you know rewind and stuff. So yeah, that was the thing. You had to rewind those tapes. Rewind, rewind those bad boys. They find you for it. Come to the warehouse and rent the hit movies you want when you want them with the warehouse movie rental guarantee. This week, the warehouse guarantees you can rent big Crocodile Dundee 2 and cocktail starring Tom Cruise. If we don't have a copy available, we'll give you a coupon for a free rental for one of these three hit movies. Only the warehouse offers you the movie rental guarantee. If you want to rent these hit movies, they'll be at the warehouse guaranteed. Where? The warehouse. So you had Blockbuster. Of course, you had Hollywood Video. You had all your mom and pop video stores. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, started out as VHS tapes. And like Dwight was saying, you know, like a Friday, you know, you'd order pizza from Pizza Hut or Domino's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you'd get, root, you know, a two liter of root beer or Coca-Cola or, you know, Big K Cola if you were getting something off brand because you couldn't Big afford K, the yo. Uh, <laughs> Big that's, K, that's, that's, yo. A Kroger, a Kroger reference. Uh, that Kroger uh, brand, yo. <laughs> Georgia Boys. <laughs> yep. But you would get your, your pizza or whatever you're going to have and you rent movies or whatever. And that, that would be like a fantastically fun Friday night. And part of the fun of it, this used to be a thing, was the walking up and down the aisles and going to the place where the new the movie you wanted was and seeing if they had a copy of it. And, right. You know, all, all the boxes are empty. Darn it. You know, right, and you right. go and you're know, like, do y'all have any behind the counter? And then they look and say, oh, I got one here. Give me a minute. I'll go. I get it ready for you. Yeah, right. You'd be like, oh, you know, exactly. All of that, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that used that really used to be a thing. And you know, even later on, like with Redbox, mm-hmm. yeah, which yeah. they still have Redbox, sir. That didn't used to be a thing. That's still a thing. That's crazy, man. I can't imagine that, man. I mean, that is still a thing. People still go there and get a DVD, a physical DVD or Blu-ray. Why? <laughs> I I I would never ever ever do that again. Yeah. Ever do that again, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. as soon as I was able to define, be able to download movies to my to my my personal computer, it was over. Yeah. It was over, dog. You know, there's, yeah. no, there's no way I was going to go back to that whole that whole you know stand in line and 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 rent one from a, a red box or some other place. No, no, never. Because because you control the time, you control. I mean, you control everything in that regard. Right. You, know? you can watch it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Take pause it and go use the bathroom. Go get a snack. Mm-hmm. You can watch it again. You can. Oh, I missed what they said. You can rewind it back yeah. and put the subtitles on. Right. You know, subtitles, everything. everything. Although that that wasn't a thing back in the day. That's more of a thing I think now, but than it was, uh, you know, t- 10, 15 years ago. Right. Uh, now I watch almost everything with subtitles on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the sound is so weird these days in terms of. You know, like you miss things, or somebody mm-hmm. that has an accent, mm-hmm. or Different if it's dialects. just recorded in a real, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But along with that, going to video stores and renting physical DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that, and VHS tapes, this used to be a thing. Music sold on compact discs. Yep. And you would go to, for me, I would always go to the used CD store. Right. You know, to buy my CDs and. You know, you'd walk in and, you know, hey, do you have so-and-so? Yeah. Can you play a little bit of it for me? And then they play it over the speaker in the store. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
And if it was dope, you know, other people in the store be like, oh, that's dope. What is that? Right, right. You'd be like, oh, that's that new so-and-so. Oh, okay. I like that, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and then you, you, would, you, would start, you would start a, a brand new dynamic of, of, of communication with people, actually human beings inside a physical store where you could establish friendships and make friendships that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It, it was, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was awesome, man. I mean, I remember uh, going into Turtles, you know. <laughs> Turtles records and tapes. Yes, Go ahead, so, And I remember buying like a was it, and buying my first my first two CDs, man. You know, and you know, and um, which were uh, might might have been my first one was was um, was Phil Phil Collins No Jacket Required, mm-hmm. which had which had some hot bangers on it, yo. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Genesis um, Invisible Invisible Touch album. Okay. And I'm, I might have had a third too. I might, I might have gotten the um, uh, Ghost of the Machine album by by the Police. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and those those are hot, hot, um, like fully sonically embracing uh, uh, um, um, music music recordings. Now, yeah, those were recorded probably in, in traditional analog first, weren't they? Mm-hmm. More than likely, yeah, yeah. Right. So they so they 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 had a, they had a, a very immersive like like feeling like like pounding sound to them. And I had my my Bose speakers. To, for them to go through, yo, and um, right, yeah. So it was, it was great, man. It was a great, great time. But it was weird because, I mean, as those things as we got older, we saw those things disappeared, and you felt a cer- certain sense of, 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 um, like grieving it, grieving yeah, them being yeah, gone, yeah, and re- yeah, and regret. It's like wow, it's like wow, like it's, it's. But you know, as as we as we get older, we we adapt to things. If you're an adapters like Swain and I are, and you're like, okay, this was this was, you know. We don't need that anymore. You know, see, we got we have other ways of doing it now. You know. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first two, first two uh, CDs I bought. Mm-hmm. One was Albie Shore's In Effect Mode, right? <laughs> and the other one was uh, Prince's 1999. Yeah, yeah. And the interesting thing about Prince's 1999 was is it was a double album, so it was a lot of music, right? Mm-hmm. And DVDs, when they first came out, I think they only had maybe 63 or 65 minutes of music on it, uh, of uh, recorded time on it. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't put all of the double album on one disc, on, uh, was it one disc? I think it, was, it wasn't on one disc. Okay. You couldn't fit it all on one disc. Right. So they deleted the song DMSR, Dance, Music, Sex, Romance. They deleted mm-hmm. it from the DVD. Right. And then once they expanded the time of the, of the DVD to over 70 minutes to 80 minutes or whatever... Then they reissued it, uh, another version of it with DMSR on it. That's crazy. But that was a thing where the DVD was limited to, a, uh, excuse me, the CD was limited to uh, only so much time. And so if it was a really long album, which most albums back in the day were 30 minutes or less, believe it or not. Right. You know, maybe se- seven or eight songs and, and, and they, they were very long at all. Wow. You know. So, well, that's, that's interesting because I guess maybe Prince was probably a pioneer in that regard then too, in that way too, because I remember the, the first album I bought from, from Prince, first CD I bought from Prince was um, Sign of the Times, and it was double too, probably for the same reasons. You know, I mean, he had. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was big on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was so prolific, you know, he always wanted to put out, you know, maybe a little more material than he should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he was, you know, so busy, he was recording a lot and was, you know, was always in the studio when he wasn't performing. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so, yeah, that's definitely it. But I, oddly enough, I remember the last CD I purchased as well. What was that? The last CD I got was uh, Ben Folds, uh, <laughs> an album called Back to Normal. Right, yeah. And and Normal is, is, uh, is a reference to a place in Illinois, Normal, Illinois. Okay, okay. You know, it's, and so I remember I, 
you know, it was Christmas and, you know, my wife was like, oh, do you, what are you waiting on for Christmas? I want this Ben Folds CD. I had to listen to it, listen to it already. So I knew I liked it. Right. And so she, and I might've been on like, you know, Kazaa or LimeWire or something and had downloaded a lot of, but I still want to go ahead and get the physical CD. Right. But anyway, at this point, this is right when streaming and all that was starting to become big and Pandora was a thing. Apple Music was starting to become a thing. Spotify might've been maybe in its infancy stages then. Right. And I remember I opened it on Christmas and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, this is the last CD I'm ever going to buy. Because <laughs> it sank into me. I don't want to own a thing. I don't want a, th- a thing I got to carry around and keep up. I just want to hear it. Okay. Interesting. I just want to hear it when I want to hear it. And, you know, I could listen to it on my iPod. You know, if I had downloaded the MP3s, I could listen to it on my iPod. Or, yeah, yeah. And then now, you know, you can you can stream pretty much anything. Anything mm-hmm. that's released, mm-hmm. you know, you can stream it right away. You don't mm-hmm. have to buy a physical mm-hmm. CD. And so now... You know, I got like crates and crates of CDs behind me, and I'm like, I haven't touched them in five, six years, seven years. You know, good long while, good long while. You know, it's it, the advantages are, are 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 multiple to having things that at the, at, the, at your. It's almost like everything you want now is on command at a whim, you know. Yeah. And I I still have I still have CDs too, of course, like like you do. Nowhere near as many the amount that you do, but also I keep a multitude of music on my old old fashioned old fashioned iPod, 60, 60 gigabytes, you know, mm-hmm. which basically is a hard drive in and of itself that you can have access to. Using old fashioned USB and things like that, so yeah, yeah, times are times are changing. You know? They are, you and know? I st- I still have my my old classic iPod too with mm-hmm. the, with the spin wheel. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I still have it, and the main reason I've kept it and I do keep it charged and 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 sometimes listen to it mm-hmm. is because there are some one offs and specifically there are a lot of remixes. Mm-hmm. That I found online that people did, you know, that were on SoundCloud or Bandcamp or somewhere like that, mm-hmm. or just remixes that I would just find in general that aren't streaming on Apple Music or, um, or on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, they're just not they're not available. So it's like if I want to hear, you know, sometimes it's like rarities or B sides or things that were unreleased mm-hmm. or things that were released in an international version but they weren't released domestically, and so. Um, you know, you can, and so you can't find them on the streamers. I just happened to have downloaded the MP, MP3 years ago, mm-hmm. and that's the only that's the only way I can listen to it. That's the only you know, it's my only uh, my only in you know to uh, to hear that stuff. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So this also used to be a thing. Okay, watches, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it still they is. left. And then they came back <laughs> as as something different. So it's, right, that, right, now right, it's, right. Now it's now it's a life additive. Now it's a thing wherein it's it's not just something you look to to for time. It checks your blood pressure. It checks your it checks your your uh, it checks monitors your, your sleep. Right. It does all. Mm-hmm. It takes your how many how many steps are you walking? Um, all those things are are, are additional reasons your, why to have one. I suppose you know your heartbeat and 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 
Your oxygen level. On your smartwatch yeah. or your Fitbit, whatever, whichever you have, mm-hmm. you know, you can go to the internet on your watch. Yeah. You can answer your phone on your watch. You know, <laughs> if you get if you get mobile service for your smartwatch. Right. You don't have to carry your phone around. Like if you go walking, you have your earbuds in, and you're listening to music while you're going for a walk or a run or something, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to have your phone with you. You can wow. listen to it through your through your watch and through wow. your earbuds, wow, or your eye or your earpods, and that's it. You can leave your phone at home. Yeah, yeah. So you know you don't have to carry this big bulky thing in your pocket and it's banging against your leg while you're trying to get your ten thousand steps in or whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> none of that. None of that. None wow. of that has to happen at all, yo. Wow. Wow. But that. But. but that that's the point that you made is is things go away, but when they come back, they don't necessarily come back the same. Like TVs, right? You know, now it's smart TVs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now it's like you know, not big tubes and you know and big box, big box, big bat TVs. You yeah. know, see, with this projection in it. No, none of that, yo. Yeah. 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 Now now it's like it's, it's no more no more no more um um. Uh, Date TV. We, we, we had to watch a program. And oh, t- uh, uh, um, yeah. Um, terminology appointment for television. Appointment television. Now it's, you make your yeah. own appointments. You know, you schedule yeah. TV the way you want to watch it. You watch it around, yeah. your, around your lifestyle. You know? Yeah. I mean, let, yeah. Listen, you can record it yeah. on, your, on your DVR. You can, uh, you know, a lot of things are on Hulu like the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, you know, broadcast today, and then you can watch it the next day. So, like, all the, all, all the television shows that we watch – we watch them on Hulu the, the day after they've been broadcast because they're, you can watch them without commercials. Yeah. So Abbott Elementary, Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything like that, we would watch it all on Hulu because it'd be commercial free. Mm-hmm. And you could just, you know, you just blaze right through it, you know. And it still has the commercial breaks, but there's no commercials. It just goes dark and then it takes you to the next okay. you know, the next scene or whatever. Interesting. Interesting. So that's that. You're right, man. That's that's a thing. And, and, it, and it's just so funny how things change. So. Here's something else that was a thing. Mm-hmm. There was a time <laughs> where if I owed you money, oh, yeah. I would take out a piece of paper right. and I'd sign it and I'd write the amount of money on there that I owed you. Right. And then I'd give it to you. Right. And then you go down to a brick and mortar building and stand <laughs> right. in line. Right. <laughs> right. And then you go up and then you pull out your driver's license. Right. Your ID. Two forms of ID. Your sir. ID. Right. You know, and then you give it to them and then they would give you the money. Yeah. And if that wasn't your bank, if that bank wasn't your bank. Right. Then you take that money, get in your car, drive to another brick and mortar <laughs> bank, put it in an envelope and give it to a person yep. to put in your account so that you could spend it. Yeah. And chances are you would spend it. By writing more paper checks right. and papers <laughs> and signing it and putting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That used to be a thing, yo. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. And for some, it's still a thing. For some, some, some people still do it old-fashioned way. Some people want to write that check. They want to, they want to sign it and dot it and 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 you know make sure to sit the date. They want to date the time. They're gonna get deposit all that yeah. stuff. It's like, man, no, bro, no, uh-uh. no. Uh-uh. Now it's now it's Zell me, you know. Uh, it's Cash App me. It's Venmo, <laughs> Venmo, all that, all those opportunities yep. you had to, to to make things work, you know, and it's yep. like wow, wow. So I, it- I absolutely, I was not hesitant, or I wasn't, you know, I wasn't questioning about any of the new technology. Like you know, you, if you get somebody gives you a physical check, you know, you can just do a mobile deposit, right? 
when somebody first told me that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a thing now. You can just do a mobile deposit. You take a picture of the check. You sign the front and back, sign the back or whatever. Take a picture of the front and back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two days later or whatever, it's in your account. And you can just tear the check up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is a game changer. I will never step foot inside another brick and mortar bank again. Yeah. yeah. And I pretty much haven't, yo. <laughs> I pretty much haven't. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be like a normal practice for me on Saturdays is, well, first of all, if you, you know, if you were getting paid, you know, people hanging out at, remember that? Yeah. Hanging out at your job. Oh, waiting on, they're handing out checks uh, yet. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Man, they usually have them ready by twelve thirty. It's right. It's one o'clock, man. Right? What's going on out there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, so and so is on break. She'll be back in a few minutes to, you know, to hand the checks out. Right. <sighs> they working on them. They working on them now. They they gonna hand them out in about twenty minutes. Right. And you come to work you on know? your day off to get your check. Yeah. On your day off to pick up your check. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like what? Oh what? my god! How is that a thing? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely crazy, man. Horrendous show. Yeah. When you think about what a waste of time that was Mm -hmm. and how much of that time you got back. Like, I wonder if we could sit down and actually like maybe like with an efficiency expert and say, how much time have we gained back by not engaging in some of these practices that we used to engage in 15, 20 years ago? Mm -hmm. Like how much more time do we have in our day? And then the horror of are we using that time effectively or are we just wasting it on other shit like Instagram and TikTok and right. Facebook and right. Twitter and, you know, and, and watching, you know, sharing memes right. and shit? Right, right, <laughs> right. Because now, yeah, exactly. Now, now we're taking that time that we would have been used to spend on, those, on, 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 on appointment situations. You had to go there to make things happen, transactions happen. Right. Now it's gone to screen time. It's gone to, right. you know, my screen time last last week was four hours, and then suddenly it becomes elevated to eight hours. It's like, okay, you've, 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 increased your, you've increased your time you're spending doing other things, other activities, and put it towards this new electronic device that you're holding mm-hmm. in your hand. So it's interesting. Yeah, man. Speaking of electronic devices, this, okay. used, this used to be a thing. Okay. Still is a thing, but, you know, now it's a little more, a little less, a little less um, um, regulated by being in the same place with a person. You used to have to play video games in person. You used yeah. to, you had to go to your friend's house, break out, break out that ColecoVision, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in tele, or in television, or Atari. Good. Yeah. yeah. If you wanted to play Myst, if you wanted to play uh, Madden, right. You had to drive over to your boy's house or your girl's house, or all y'all had to y'all had to meet up. Yes, sir. And y'all had to in person. Mm-hmm. Side by side, mm-hmm. you know, Dorito bags and my, and Mountain Dew, all you know, cans are all exactly. around you. Cheetos, right? And pl- and play, yeah, next to each other, yeah, yeah, with cords you attached know. to the with to cords <laughs> attached. The world's greatest arcade video games are now the world's greatest home video games. They're only from Atari and only for systems from Atari, which means that when you play them on an Atari home video game system, you'll see amazing graphics like this. Thrilling action, like this. It also means that if you try to play them on anything but an Atari system, you'll see something like this. Now, you can play with somebody in another city, another mm-hmm. town, in another part of the country. Yeah, for the world. Uh, in another country. Yeah, you know, anywhere, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, man. That's crazy. I have a uh, I have a, a former coworker, a big gamer, and he um he was talking about playing with these guy these guys over in the UK and how they would constantly call each other cunts all oh, the time. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> right. You know, right? because it means something a little more playful there than it does here. Right. You right. know, uh, but so they would always call each other cunts, you know. Right. And <laughs> right. Right. It's and crazy. he said he would always crack him up. Yeah, 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 man. It's it's a big. It's, it's definitely a bigger world, man. It's 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 crazy how um, how much we take for granted. Yeah, you know. I I look at um, like there was a time where you had to. This is a thing connected connected to video games as well, where you had a cartridge that you had to save on to to to, to keep your game from getting. <laughs> To keep your game from getting lost, yo. It's like, damn. Yeah. Didn't, like, Dwight, yeah. Did, didn't you save? No, man, I didn't save, man. Damn. I missed oh. hours of, of, of time putting that, that particular level. So I can go back and do this shit all over again. And that would be a game. That would be like a deal breaker for me sometimes. I'm not, I'm not doing that shit over again. It was impossible the first no, time. No, <laughs> You know, it was impossible the first time, you know? No. You're right. Hey, also, too, if you had that cartridge, this used to be a thing. You had to blow in it to get the dust out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you know just so it would work yeah man and there was a thing used to, another thing used to be a thing it's not a thing as much anymore they have these things called cheat code cheat code forums yeah where you can go oh, get yeah. you go, go there it's like uh, okay how do I get past this level how do I how, how do I get god mode you know right 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 <laughs> you know so yeah yeah it's just crazy it's crazy you're right about that as, it, as it's related to online stuff goes mm-hmm. you know um you know, now we have you know we have Tinder and, oh, and Grinder and and, Grindr. and uh, Harmony, Harmony, whatever. You know, the, all of these dating apps where you right. can meet people. Swipe right, swipe left. Swipe right. Yeah, you can do all of that. Right. And um and it's really made the dating process much more like a weird digital buffet. You mm-hmm. know, this carnal buffet, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to some extent, but this used to be a thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There was a time where if you liked somebody mm-hmm. and you wanted to go on a date with them, mm-hmm. you had to have met them in person mm-hmm. probably more than one time. <laughs> right. And you had to ask them out right. in person or on the phone. That was it. Right. Right. Can I get your number? Can I get your number? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you be trying. Can I get your seven digits? This is before you know area codes became right, a, real, right, right. Uh, a real thing. Can I get your seven digits? Right, you know, right. or or back, or back in high school, or back in high school, yo. Can can I get a chance? <laughs> can I get a chance? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. If you if you wanted to go out with somebody, you had to know them, <laughs> right? Or or you had to know somebody who knew them, right? Those right. were the only ways. Yeah, 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 you man. Know, and, 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 <clears throat> you had to know a person, right? And there was not this uh, this ease by which people, you know, connect nowadays. Which I don't think is is a bad thing at all, right? But it's just th- this used to be a thing. You had to be in person. You had to, you know, you had to nut up and 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 ask the person out, and 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 he or she may say yes, and he right. or she may say no. You, right. You just right. And, and, you have and to take it, your chances. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like you know you rely heavily on profile pics, and on and on the the algorithms which 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 which, which pair you up with these 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 individuals that say, hey, you're you're a good you're good you're a good mix for this person. Why not show up in their feed or whatever the case may be? You know, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. I mean, the, the humanity 
you know, some things are some things are advantageous, of course, but some things are just like okay, you know, courage means a lot when it comes to um, relationships. And if you don't have the courage enough to, to step forth and, and step outside of yourself to present yourself as an opportunity, you know, I think like the thing about what's funny about she gave me a chance was that I, I think I think that was the thing wherein that was a, that was an honor. You know, a lot of ways, man, to to be considered to, to I, I might give you a chance if you do this, that, and the third, you know, or right, or or if you bring me bring me a, a, a um, this is be a thing, going to the candy store as a kid to buy candy and then resell it at school. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it one step further. So let's take it one step further. Okay, okay. Because we all knew people in school who sold candy. It was like, okay, dang, they, they're making loot, yo. Right, what's yeah, what's right. up with that? Right, right. But this also used to be a thing. There used to be a lady in your neighborhood who was known as the candy lady. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you go to her house, and she would open up her back door, and she'd have like her little pantry right there at the back door. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be like you walked up in the convenience store. Yeah. You know? Yeah, laced, bro. You know, it'd be like, oh, man. Laced. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, can I get a pack of now laters? Right. Now a <laughs> snicker bar and, and a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the pickles, yo. The oh my pickle, god. yo. Oh my god. Oh yeah, give me a bag of pork rinds. Oh my god. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and pickles, man. You're talking about you're talking about the onset, of, the onset of youthful diabetes, bro. Was 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 was, was, was the candy store and those damn crazy colored pickles that we have, dude. How about I saw I saw a pickle one time, man. That was that was that was red, yo. Pick, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Now you sh- now you sure that wasn't pig feet. No, right. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't shaped like it, but it could have been. It was, actually, probably was right next to the pig feet, and they probably took. They probably took. They probably took the juice that was the pig for the pig feet, and put the pickle inside into the picky feet until it got it got to a certain color and started. It was just disgusting, bro. I don't know. It's disgusting, bro. I never. I never found out what it was, but I saw it on the counter. And I was like, okay, that looks diabolical. <laughs> I'm not eating that. You know. Right. Right, I'm not buying that for a dollar. Right, anything else? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But not to run into the ground, but I want to think that the chance comes from um, uh, a Jackson Five song, bro. Oh, oh, oh baby, baby, give, give me, me one, one more chance. chance. Da, 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 da. You might one, be right, two, yo. Three. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, gonna... you might be right. That might have been the origin of "Give Me a Chance." Right. <laughs> you know. But yeah, man. That's kind of the other thing too. Like in terms of like finding girls and meeting girls, mm-hmm. like this used to be a thing for people who are you know over the age of thirty. Mm-hmm. People used to go to the mall to like meet girls and see girls. Like going to the mall, yeah, yeah. going to the mall was, yeah. was a real thing to do. That was a lot of social interaction mm-hmm. in a major way. You, you know, you had all this, you know, all this, you know. All these stores and all this kind of, you know, this capitalism and all of this, you know, currency being exchanged at his, at his in the finest, background. And it's finest, yo. The, the, the intermingling of smells and, 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 and visual. Your riches and your, your Macy's and yeah. your, you know, your, uh, your knockoff, you yeah. know, uh, your knockoff furniture stores and mm-hmm. knockoff clothing stores. Mm-hmm. And you had your Peppermint Records and your Peppermint. Turtles, yeah, Turtle yeah. Records and Tapes. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, 
get carried away. This Wednesday, the Wausau Center Mall opens with a burst of excitement. It's a new shopping center with colorful, sensational stores, a variety that seems endless, a fun place to shop. You'll find the things you like for the people you love in a bright, new atmosphere that will make your spirits soar. Get carried away. Grand opening is this Wednesday at the Wausau Center Mall. Where you find shopping's And then you had like the pretzel place in the food court. Yeah. You know, this is back in the when food courts didn't have like Chick fil A. Right. You know, you had like this weird pizza place. Right. You had like a pretzel place. You might have had Cinnabon back then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Um, and you would have, uh, you would have uh, like the Euros. Mm hmm. You'd have Euros. And then you might have like a like a, a place that sold Asian food. It probably wouldn't have been Panda Express way, way back in the day. No, not Panda Express, but there was some other other. But, but it, a precursors. place that sold like fried rice and sweet and sour chicken yep. and shrimp and all yep. this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that was a real treat to go to the mall and to eat something at the mall, the food at the mall. And, the, you know, nobody had a job, so you couldn't really, you know, you wouldn't really buy anything. Right, but, right. You know. But it's like to go into stores and to, and to look at you know like the slick clothes and Spencer Spencer's gifts and, yeah yeah uh, all of that stuff you know that hanging out at the mall was a real experience that used to mm-hmm. be a real thing yeah yeah you know? the sharper image was in there yeah you go to sharper image these sharper image these fantastic like telescopes and all these other things you mm-hmm. couldn't afford to buy you know these the multi CD player like three CDs at once <gasps> oh dude <laughs> dude I was talking I was talking to my wife about this subject right. <laughs> Right, right. It used to be a thing where if you had like a, a carousel CD changer in your car, where you could put like six CDs. I got a six CD changer. Right. So you didn't have to get out and change it. So you could just put six CDs in and just go from CD to CD. That's it. And listen to, you know, two and a half hours or three hours of music if you were on the road. I got a six CD changer. We good for at least about two hours and then we can just gas up. <laughs> Let's swap out those six CDs for six more CDs and hope that the damn thing didn't jam up, which they would. Right. You know, that was that was a thing, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a thing to do. He's like, oh, or to have that that visor on yeah. your uh... <laughs> either. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> sir, you would have either your case with your CDs in it, right? You know, unless somebody broke in your car and stole your CD case, you know, with all your CDs in it. Dwight still has one. <laughs> or, you know, you would have this that slip case on your visor, which you would tuck the CDs in, so that way you could just lift right up above your head, yeah, pull yeah. the CD out, yeah, pop it in the CD player. Hopefully, when it falls, hitting the head sometimes, right? Could fall out yep, sometimes yep. and get lost behind behind the seat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that would happen, yo. That used to be a thing. It's like, oh man, yeah. He got all his music with him. She got all her tunes with her, yo. Right? She dope, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Used to be a thing, and and, and sometimes you you get you, sometimes you get a CD it's for fashion statement. You you hang this you at the CD hang a CD from your from your rear view mirror. And so you had, oh yeah, you had <laughs> yeah. music aficionado. If you had the CD hanging from right, window, right, right, right. <laughs> like what, what you, what you, what you got dangling in, right? Oh, that's that PE. Oh, that's that, that's that, that, that Pesh mode. Oh, oh okay. That, that posse's on Broadway. Okay, <laughs> is that posse on Broadway? Okay, all right, all right. I see you. I right. see you. Yeah, yeah. That's wow. That's crazy. It was man. That is crazy. Here's here's something else that used to be a thing. What's that, yo? 
There used to be a thing called the Playboy Channel. Oh, God. Playboy Channel. Wow. And it was either that or Cinemax or Skinemax. Right. Or Cinema X, if you will. Right, right. Pretty much. (laughs) But... If you wanted to see nude nude scenes, sex scenes, you right. know, boobs and butts right. and, and 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 full frontals and full backles right. and all of backles. these things. <laughs> you used to have and, and it was a thing if somebody A had cable, that mm-hmm. was the thing, because I didn't have cable. My mom wasn't paying for no cable. Right, know? right. Uh Vince had cable, so that's how I was able, able to see MTV when we were teenagers. Okay, okay. So you had the Playboy Channel mm-hmm. and Cinemax, mm-hmm. and it was like that's how you had access to see like nudity as as you know as horny heterosexual teenagers exactly. or whatever. That's 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 those were the ways that you encountered those things. Other than like you know nudie magazines that you find in the woods somewhere, which mm-hmm. I don't know why you'd always find them in the laying out in the woods. Right? But. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, some 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 truck driver abandoned them there, or somebody you know something. Like, <laughs> some somebody did something because they were all we would always be running through the woods and be like, hey, right, you know, it's Players Magazine or Black Tail or right, right, you know, or uh, Hustler or or we, you know, right? ooh we, ooh we, <laughs> you know, ooh we, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, man, all that stuff that that like that used to be a thing. If you now you, you know you have all of the adult entertainment you want in your pocket, yeah. You know, do we do that? Whatever, put a name in. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could, you can Google anything. You can Google, you can Google strangers seeing strangers taking nude pictures of themselves mm-hmm. as selfies, and there's just galleries after galleries of them. Or off the chain, bro. You know, any actor or celebrity who's you know nude pictures right. or sex scenes in a movie. You know, there are websites tol- totally devoted to it. You know, you have all of the adult entertainment you want in your pocket at your fingertips, bro. Quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Man, here's the thing which I, I, I kind of wish and I did I had to kind of end on a somber note. <laughs> but this used to be a thing. The truth used to be a thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a time where, you know, facts were checked and you know they were they were they were unimpeachably like undeniable based on scientific evidence and and documentable ways of saying things where where journalism meant something and it wasn't left to you know um opinion makers that masqueraded as facts that mm-hmm. you know there was a time mm-hmm. there was a time where you know the the sunset at a certain time and it was undeniable as sunset there was a time where you know the earth was all as round and you could and you knew that it was round and you wouldn't walk off the edge of it and fall into the abyss you know right you know it's maybe coming back to that time now of fact checkers but we're still far off the edge of where we need far from the place where you need, need to be and used to be as far as communicating the facts and truth you know and it, and it's, it's it's crazy it's crazy you know encyclopedia britannica was not editable no like wikipedia it was not <laughs> it was not you know and and but to to that point there were things in encyclopedia britannica that were wrong yeah it's true you know what i mean it's true you know, they were flat out wrong. But, mm-hmm. you know, once they printed the edition, that's it. You know, now you got to wait till next year to find out the, the truth. That, exactly. Exactly. You know, it wasn't six kilometers. It was actually 16 kilometers. Right. But, you know, somebody left a one off or right. whatever. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know. Yeah, man. So you, you never know. But uh, I'll end on, a, on, end on an up note. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to what you were saying about the uh, the experience of going to 
uh, Blockbuster and, you know, and learning about other movies from the people behind the counter mm-hmm. or going to the CDs to the music store mm-hmm. and learning about different bands from, you know, from customers in the store, you know, who are like you. You say, oh, I saw you here last week. You were the one that played that so-and-so. You should check out this other band or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of build a, a bit of a community. And I don't know if to this to not be a thing today, but I suspect it is less so. Mm-hmm. But the comic book shop. Yes, yo. We'd be remiss not mentioning comic shops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the comic book shop as a place, as mm-hmm. a uh, watering hole, as a gathering spot mm-hmm. to trade stories and to uh, to be with other enthusiasts and other comic book obsessives. Yeah. And, um, to talk about who would win in a fight between the Thing and the Hulk, or between Hercules and Thor, right? Or, right. Uh, you know. Um, who was uh, who's the real Captain Marvel? Is it you know? Is it DC Shazam or is it you know Mar- Marvel? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I think some of that to, to use your word the word used earlier has been supplanted by like websites mm-hmm. and social media and people sharing in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they still do mm-hmm. share in a comic shop, but it was almost exclusively there, and you looked forward to going to the comic shop and maybe seeing somebody you knew. Mm-hmm. Or talking to the person behind the counter if you had a good rapport with them, because that was an opportunity to talk nerd and to yeah. fully unfurl your you know your geekiness mm-hmm. you know in an atmosphere and in an environment where you you could let it all out you know you could just be you know this is my these are my people this is my tribe yeah yeah <laughs> finding your tribe was very important man and, and that's one of the things we did I mean, we, we you and I we found each other along, along with Mike Daly and Don Hillsman and and Antonio Cade and, and Adrian Johnson. You know, mm-hmm. all all met each other at comic shops. You know, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been you know blissful ever since, man. It's been you know it is what it is. It's great. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it, it it really you know again I haven't uh, hung out in a comic shop like I used to in a long time. Right. But I just I just suspect that the dynamic is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know I have to say, and a couple of comic shops near my house, um, the Titans over in, in Duluth closed. Or they moved. Wow, okay. And then uh, Odin's Comic Shop, I'm not sure where they moved to. I don't know if they closed or if they moved. Wow. But um, but I suspect, you know, if I were to go back into a comic shop today, today and I haven't been in a while, mm-hmm. those same feelings would still stir up in me, you know, the walking up and down the aisles and looking at the floppies and the, sure. you know, and trying to decide what's, you know, what's going to be my pick and asking questions and Right. Um, getting recommendations, which I'm sure, you know, any comic shop, you know, worth their salt, you know, the people who are running the store are, are happy to make recommendations. For sure. You know, and, uh, and let you know what, you know, what's what's good, what's not good, what's dope, what didn't dope. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, man, that's uh, that used to be a thing that really, really mm-hmm. for our for, from our formative years, that mm-hmm. that used to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was great, man. That concludes this episode of Sidebar Forever, hosted by Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson. You can find us online at sidebarforever.com. Any emails or questions can be directed to us at sidebarforever at gmail.com. And also, subscribe to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, 
YouTube, and Instagram.